tell stories of things that have um that's have come to, that have happened to me you know and uh so the bible says in proverbs 24 verse 5 a wise man is full of strength and the man of knowledge enhances his might hallelujah and uh, so uh, some of my stories are i remember one day i took my daughter to the office to a place where i consult for and uh, you know so where the office and all that and so the md of the company walked into my office the office i use and he was, and he was like who is this what are you doing yeah and she told her, i said this is my daddy's office what are you doing in my daddy's office that this is my daddy's office so you know um and the man was like um no this is my office said, no this is my daddy's office and um you know so, uh she and then he was like okay i'm going to tell my daddy for you and he was like she was like no you're a man you cannot have a daddy <laughs> and the man said that she but you have a daddy he said yes i have a daddy but you are too old to have a daddy and he now said that do you know that your daddy has a daddy he said no my daddy does not have a daddy <laughs> you know and another story i like to share again is um i was working i was i think i was working somewhere done what would i have done another one is i i i, I there's this talking anytime i there's this talking that seems to be a bit crazy and then so anytime somebody is passing it tries to attack the person and all that so now what i'm trying to say here is that all these three stories have something to do with knowledge okay thank you very much so all these things has to do with knowledge i mean zoe the knowledge that Zoe has is that this is her father's office, and so whoever comes into that place, you understand, must recognize the fact that that is her father's office. So every other person, you know, probably is trespassing. And then those two chicken fighting, and I walk past them. The reason why I could walk past them because I feel that they can't harm me. There's nothing they can do. And they make, you know, but well, the moment I think about two lions fighting, would I want to pass them? Now that is based on the knowledge of the of of their strength and their capability that I have of them. We must have heard this statement a lot. Some schools have used it as their motto. Knowledge is power. And Daniel 11.32 BC supports this statement. It says that the people that know their God, they shall be strong and do exploits. Knowledge actually forms the basis of our conviction. Our belief becomes active and a reality based on our deepest conviction. To be convinced, we need to obtain all the information about a thing, which is knowledge. Now, once conviction has been formed, it is difficult for us to see the world in a different light. We only see things in the light of our conviction. So what knowledge, we only see things in the light of the conviction that we have. So what knowledge should we seek and what is the benefit to us? The knowledge that we should seek is the knowledge of God, of, of God, who He is to us, and what He has done for us. Our knowledge of God aids our understanding of our own being, our purpose, and our salvation. What Jesus wrote for us in salvation. From God flows all the life and the goodness as a light shining in the darkness. Despite this truth, many Christians, many believers spend far more time considering things that are secondary to God's character than the character of God himself. You know, knowledge precedes our faith. Romans 
10, 17 says that faith comes by hearing and hearing God's word. And Jesus said in John 8, 22, he said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. The truth that you know shall set you free. It is pretty human to seek knowledge. However, we find people not seeking knowledge. Rather, people tend to, to stay on what other people say to them, not verifying the truth. A lot of times we tend to live our life based on perceptions of people or what somebody said or what we think of ourselves. But you know, most of these things do not actually validate the truth of God's word. You know, I was thinking about it sometime and I said that in an accident situation, you know, who has the actual picture of what happened? Because if you ask everybody involved in the accident, a lot of times people say things in the way they view it, based on their understanding, the way they perceive it. I mean, if two people have an accident, for instance, a car eats somebody and all that, the, the victims will probably say, try to say it the way it, <laughs> the way it suits them. And then somebody who is there, you, you understand? Can they really give a true picture of what actually happened without their own in individual interpretation coming into play? And I just ruled to myself and I said that the only person that can actually give the true picture of anything is God because, because he's unbiased and he sees it the way it is. You know, when Jesus kept telling them in the scripture, he said, search the scriptures. What was he doing? He was directing them to knowledge, to the word of God. Go and find out. Don't stay on what you, you hear, what people say to you. You go and find out yourself. And today, Jesus is saying the same thing. Search the scripture. Set the scripture about who you are in Christ, just what he has done for you. I like to see Hebrews 13, 8, which says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I like to say this way, that Jesus walked into my past lost the work of salvation as my savior and that is my yesterday and today is not only my savior but also my lord M mentoring coaching me to live the life and forever we both reign in glory a lot of times we we fail to see ourselves in the light of god and how god sees us why? Because we hold on to some kind of perception. We try to live our new life while holding on to the mirror or the picture of our former lives. We judge ourselves by the knowledge of our previous life. As long as we retain such knowledge, we cannot live the victorious life. That's why you see that sometimes we make a little progress and the next time we just hold back again because we're still holding back to it. We need to let go of the knowledge of our former life and embrace the knowledge of who we are right now. I would like to read Ephesians 2 from verse 1 to 10 to give us a true picture. You see, the thing is that we're in a mess. We're in a mess before Christ came. We're in a mess. But you know, something happened when Jesus came. 
and it changed the narrative, it changed the story. And that is what we need to hold on to, not what we were. A lot of times we want to do great things for God, we want to do things in our lives, but we keep holding back to that. We keep judging ourselves, we keep looking at our limitations, forgetting the fact that it is God that's at work in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure, satisfaction and delight. Not in our strength, but it's God who is at work in us, energizing and creating in us the power and the desire both to will and to do of His good pleasure, satisfaction, and delight. Let's turn our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 2. And I'd like to read it in the Passion Translation. It's in a bit of a long read, but you know, if that's where we can stop, then we'll stop there. Verse 1, his fullness fills you, even though you were once like corpses, dead in your sin and offenses. It wasn't that long ago that you lived in the religion, religion, custom, and values of this world, obeying the dark ruler of the earthly realm who fills the atmosphere with his authority and who works diligently in the hearts of those who are disobedient to the, the truth of God. The corruption that was in us from birth was expressed through the deeds and desires of our self-life. We lived by whatever natural cravings and thoughts our minds dictated. Living as rebellious children, subject to God's wrath like everyone else. But God still loved us with such great love. Hallelujah. In spite of all those things, God still loved us with such great love. He's so rich in compassion and mercy. Glory to God. You know, Pastor Obama was trying to uh, differentiate between empathy and compassion. Empathy, I mean, is like, oh, I'm so sorry how you feel. I, I feel you, I, you know, but compassion moves you to taking action. Say, God so love, God is so rich in compassion and mercy. Even when we were dead and doomed in our many sins, what did he do? out of compassion he united us into the very life of christ and saved us by this wonderful grace he raised us up with the, with christ the exalted one and we and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realms for we are now co-seated glory to god as one with christ and can you imagine i haven't seen anybody that was a slave and they were set free and was made, was given a full authority, full status. You know, even with with the um, with the with the uh, with, with the liberty and the independence that we see and all that, but you still see that somehow when you go to some of those countries, they still look at you with a bit of racism. But that's not with our God. Throughout the coming ages, we will be the visible display of the infinite riches of his grace and kindness kindness which was showered upon us in christ jesus for by grace you have been saved by faith nothing you did could ever end this salvation for it was a love gift from god that brought us to christ so no one would ever be able to boast for salvation is never a reward for good works or human striving now this is the part i love so much we have become his poetry, a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one. Even before we were born, God planned in advance our destiny and the good works 
we should we would to to fulfill this hallelujah and that's the translation says that we are god's we are god's master up in our being and as we expose ourselves to the knowledge of god and our conviction deepens we grow mature and manifest in the in the true god nature child of god we have been enlisted into the family of god let this knowledge sink into us and stay with us nothing absolutely nothing can reduce the love of god for us remain we remain in god's family forever like someone said even god cannot take us out of his family not even jesus the only person that can take us out of that family or the only person that can take you out of the family is you and the only way you won't take you can't take yourself out of that family is when you continually stay with the knowledge of god the people that know their god they shall be strong and do exploits when you stay with that knowledge let's go of the past get yourself grafted into that knowledge see after the creation of man the greatest investment of god is salvation and god ends gonna watch its waste at all god put us put all he has into salvation which is jesus salvation is not just the forgiveness of sin it is god bringing man back to genesis 1 26 god bringing us back to genesis 1 26 lack of knowledge of who we have makes us fall for the lies of the devil he is constantly pushing our past in our face but we need to constantly push back push back to him what jesus wrote for us in salvation god lives in us and finds expression through us salvation is much more than wealth prosperity good health all those things salvation is man becoming like god and reigning on earth like god that's what salvation is i have never seen god struggle for wealth prosperity good health and all those kind of things but he actually created them in the first place and if he did and if he did and he has them then they are hers as well this is the reason why we should go out to preach the gospel to people telling people how they can become like god that is what the good news is all about this good is not about them becoming rich no 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 the good news is about them becoming like god and if we're excited about who we are right now you know when doku was sharing with us that we're kinetic says that it is the word of god the knowledge of god that we're excited about that works for us and so we need to stay there we need to stay dig deep deep in, into this knowledge the devil will do everything to pervert that knowledge to to change our mind but you know what that knowledge is powerful that knowledge is powerful i mean you just imagine that god lives inside of you glory to god that god lives inside of you the god of the heavens lives inside of you he's trying to find expression through you you know 
And as we stay with this, as we stay with this, we can live that God life. As we stay with the truth of God's word. You know, there are people, I've heard of people who just took a certain couple, who just took, uh, took Mark 16. You know, that where it says that, and you shall lay hands upon the sick and they shall recover. And that's all they knew. And they said, so which means I can lay hands on the sick and they, and they, and they believed that and they were doing it, And you know what? They wrought wonders. No part of the knowledge of God is futile. Let's just stay with it. Whatever we're going through, let's just remind us ourselves that our righteousness is of God in Christ Jesus, not of the law or of man. And as we live in this reality, it makes our soul winning easy. Our soul winning easy. When people, I, 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 I don't know if it's churchy, who said, I give me Britain or, or I will die. Or is it, I, I can't remember the country. Why would they say things like that? Because they've come to a realization. They embrace that knowledge of God. That salvation is about God, man being made like God on earth. Man coming into union with God. Man coming into union with God. Salvation is about changing our world and taking back what the devil has stolen from us and then putting him in his place. So I leave this with us this morning. Let's go back. Let's stay with that knowledge. Let's not judge ourselves by our past. Let's not judge ourselves by human standards. Let's not judge ourselves by what the perception of people know. Let's judge ourselves by what God says. The Bible says we are God's masterpiece. The Bible says that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. The Bible says that he loved us with an everlasting love. The Bible says that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Let's arm ourselves with this knowledge. Let's arm ourselves with this knowledge. And guess what? We'll begin to live that life. We'll begin to live just like Jesus did. He didn't save us to be less than himself. He saved us so that we can be exactly like him. Now, it may look like, sorry, I'm taking a bit of time. Now, it may look like you're not there yet. But guess what? Stay there is not tired of you. A lot of times, you know, sometimes we get people saved or we look there ways that we look at some people the way they're living their lives and all that but we were like them we were like them but you know what jesus stayed with us grooming us mentoring us so his investment cannot go to waste his investments cannot go to waste and that investment is you and i is you and i is you and i so don't fall for the lie of the devil that you are less than God. You are actually like God because the God himself is living inside of you. And that's the knowledge that we should go, go with. You know, Paul, when that snake creeped around him, he didn't, he didn't feel anything. He didn't, he didn't shake because he knows who he is. He knows who he carries. He knows who he carries. He has been consumed by that knowledge of who he is and who God is to him. And that's why he knew that. What did he do? He just, he just shake it off and continue what he was doing. He, the knowledge of who he is and what God has done to him 
matters more as consuming beyond it he, 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 he saw the snake like little potatoes and like what is this he saw them the way they are just like the way they were to adam before the fall of man praise god father in the name of jesus we thank you we give you praise and god thank you father for you continually reveal yourself to us through your word in the name of jesus thank you father for our heart is mixed with this in the name of jesus and we'll run with this truth in jesus name have a great day, brethren. Praise God.